0: This week is sponsored by Lust Minerals, Australia's leading clean beauty brand. Check them out at lustminerals.com.au and use the code babybrain in caps for $20 off your first order when spending over $50. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we are recording this podcast, the Darawal and the UN people. We pay our highest respects to all First Nation elders and their families, past, present and emerging. Welcome to Baby Brain Minis. Woohoo! We're serving you some of the best clips from our favourite episodes. Check out these bite-sized conversations and if you like what you're hearing, head to the show notes for a link to the full episode. woo
1: I guess there's so much going on here, both physically and emotionally. Um, I guess we'll start physically speaking. Directly after you've given birth, I should say, you know, we talk about postpartum as the first six weeks, but all of us sitting here know that postpartum is absolutely forever. There's nothing magical that happens six weeks after you've given birth. That means you're out of this phase and out of this season. It's definitely an ongoing period of time. But when Mm. we think about medically speaking, the postpartum is sort of framed as the six weeks after a woman has given birth. Mm. There is so much going on physiologically. Ultimately, the changes that have happened to accommodate your baby and accommodate the growth that has to happen is all slowly reversing so one of the big key things that's happened is that where your placenta was inside your uterus that comes away when the placenta is born when you birth your baby shortly after you birth your placenta and actually what's left behind is the equivalent of like a huge wound okay so yeah. it's about I don't know if, <laughs> did you guys see your placentas were you like yeah show me yeah. the placenta no. take
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get that thing away from oh me. God, I don't want to look not at say? that. Did you not look at yours? No. No. Oh I, I, no. To I, was, keep mine. I don't want to look at it like a bag of meat. I'm oh, a vegetarian. Yeah, no, I, thank I, you. I wanted to eat mine, <laughs> but I didn't. But next time, I definitely oh. will. <laughs> you should both do an episode
1: on your approaches to placenta because you're. Yeah. Polar-
0: yeah. <laughs> Emma's got hers on a dinner plate, and I'm literally like running in the distance yeah. away from mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And everyone's, you know, everyone's approach to the placenta is unique. Um But if yeah. you've ever seen yeah. one, you'll know that it's sort of like it's almost a dinner plate size on average. Mm-hmm. And on one side, it's kind of like shiny and smooth. And that is the side that encased your baby. And, and yeah, that's the side that they got to hang out with. And then on the other side, it actually, not to be too graphic, but it, do, it looks like a cut of meat. It looks very yeah. like meaty. And that's because it was physically attached to the lining of your uterus. And that mm. is, it grows alongside Bubby and it's what delivers all of the oxygen and nutrients and takes their waste away as well. So it's so, Mm. so incredible and vital. But Mm. after that comes away, what you're left with is ultimately a dinner plate-sized wound on the inside of your uterus that has to Mm. heal. And I think it's so important to remind ourselves of this because if this existed on the outside of our bodies after we gave birth, potentially, you know, we would give ourselves more grace this mm. is the society in which we birth in would give ourselves much more grace mm. and there'd be so much more recognition of the physical healing that's happening for a mum. Mm. We know that the uterus immediately starts to um, contract to limit the blood loss and make sure that that wound is not just like, you know, hosing blood. We start to have those mm. um, vessels constrict as soon as the placenta is born. Mm. But that internal placental site is the reason that we have prolonged vaginal bleeding after birth. And that's why they say, you know, it's normal to have some degree of blood loss for the first six weeks after you've given birth Mm, Um, because that that wound is slowly healing and it takes time. So that's one of the big key things that's happening. Mm. The other thing is that we actually increase our blood volume when we're pregnant. So it um, increases up to 30%. We make extra blood partially because we have to nourish um, our growing baby and partially because we are expected to lose some blood at the time of birth. And so often we're losing a lot of fluid too. And women will often say, I didn't feel swollen in pregnancy. And then a couple of days after birth, I was so, so puffy. And it's Mm. just because we're reabsorbing all of this fluid, our urine um, output increases in those early days after birth, because your body's like, I don't need all all of this fluid you've got amniotic fluid you've got increased blood volume mm. and I was I was quite puffy in late pregnancy but you should have seen me three days after I gave birth oh, really? I was, <laughs> my feet were <laughs> like it was absurd <laughs> I have Tristan was like your feet are the scariest part of birth like everything I've <laughs> <laughs> Everything I've seen so far has been manageable, beautiful, like, you know, nothing freaked him out. And then three days later he was like, get them away from me.
0: That's You're just really like nuts. waving them around in yeah. front of him like,
1: come on, Tristan, I look was, at my like, feet. I was in a breastfeeding chair so I had my feet up and he was just like... No, like enough. Put socks on. <laughs> Beth,
0: put socks on.
1: <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but lots of mums say this, and they're like, "I wasn't that puffy in pregnancy. Why are my hands? You know, that first yeah. week after birth, you're like, I just feel really puffy, and it's because yeah. this the fluid is being reabsorbed into your tissue and then moving out slowly. But you might find that alongside, you know, you're bleeding and you're tender, you also might feel quite puffy, and that's quite normal. Mm. The other thing I suppose that's happening is that depending on how you've given birth, you often have either a perineal wound and many, Mm. many mums require stitches. So the perineum being the area of skin between the vagina and the bottom and we know that that stretches and often tears during childbirth, Mm. vaginal Mm. childbirth. And then, of course, if you've had a caesarean birth, you've got your um, belly wound as well. Mm. Yeah. So there's quite – it doesn't matter how you've welcomed your baby – Physically speaking, you have so much going on. Mm, um, yeah. And I haven't even touched on, you know, lactation there because mm. that's a whole different change. But your body is also producing milk alongside, yeah. you know, replacing lost blood volume, healing from an internal wound, healing from external wounds. Mm. Um, and then we're also establishing a milk supply if we're breastfeeding. Yeah. And then I guess emotionally, Everyone is going to be unique here, but it is a time of extreme joy, often met with shock for Mm. some months. Very sadly, they're recovering from a traumatic experience depending on how Mm. their birth unfolded and how those events made them feel. So it is really common for the postpartum period to be a bit of a roller coaster. You're so in love with your baby and you're just so Mm. proud of yourself, but you're also a bit shell-shocked a bit sleep deprived, a bit confused as to what your baby needs from you. Yeah. I don't know how you girls found it, but it's, you know, it's a lot.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it is a a lot. I think we often talk about like what initially happens with the newborns or what to expect with your baby in those first few weeks or the first three months. But we don't often talk about what to expect with what changes are happening with your body because it's going through so much. And some of it is a bit wild and some of it's a bit uncomfortable to talk about as well. So I think that's why it's so important that we're having this chat now to make Mm. people aware of what can go on and what's normal. And, you know, it's, it's all a bit crazy. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it is. And it's one of the biggest sort of physiological transitions that you can make to go from your non-pregnant state, pregnant, growing a baby, you've birthed your baby and then your body's recovering from that experience. I mean, the mind boggles really when we think about what your body has achieved and then what it's getting back to its pre-pregnant state is quite remarkable.